Chafalov today. So we're three lines from the bottom of Chafalov and Bayes. And we're going to have a story that's going to kind of blend what we were talking about and what we're going to be talking about. What we were talking about was the concept of Mishum Kavod, that even though one is not uh, an Avel, a direct Avel, right? We brought a three-way Machlekes and we're not naig this way uh, as far as the Tanayim is concerned. But the question was, so we know that there's Kravim that one does sit Shiva for. Okay, we said the seven original that a kain is matamatu, plus we added um, brother and sister from the mother, and a sister, even a married sister, one does sit shiva for. Um, so now, right, we discussed the concept of shnias, meaning, let's say, for instance, a grandson or something like that. So now we have a story over here, a third line from the bottom, so his grandson, Nebuch, passed away. So he tore Kriya. Asa Berei, then his son came, and Kara Ba'ape, he tore Kriya in front of his son. So we discussed that Bifanov, we discussed this concept that Bifanei, when one is with the person that is a Karaif, that is sitting Shiva, so Bifanov is a din Mishum Kavay. Okay, we spoke yesterday how we're not in Nagea, we don't Paskin this way. Um, this is not the Minog that we uh, actively Paskin like, but we saw that concept. Idgar de Miyushav Kara. So he saw, he realized, Amemar realized that he was sitting, so he got up and tore Kriya, what would sound like a third time. Okay, so the question is, Rishonim discussed, Tesis over here discuss why did he tear Kriya the second time? Okay, what was the point? So they explain, Tesis explains that the first time he tore Kriya was, um, the first time he tore Kriya was when he heard about it. That is Iker Kriya's Bishas Achim Halev. When a person is upset, you're distraught. So that would be the original Kriya. And the second time he did it, even though there was no reason to actually do it, he had already torn Kriya, but he was coming to show, says, the concept that Avelos, this idea that when one is sitting Shiva and that person's a Karev, so here, Amemar's son was a Karev of his and he was sitting Shiva, so Misham covered of him, so he tore Kriya again to show that this, of this concept of covid, um, So that is, uh, and then the third time, again, because he needed to be standing, like we'll see, we'll get again to the sugya of does one have to be standing for Kriya? Okay, Tesis, though, brings an alternate shot over here that, in fact, he didn't tear Kriya three times. And that's a Rebbe Lazar Pirish, also the bottom Tesis. He says that actually what happened was he only tore Kriya twice. Amemar tore Kriya, if you read it, the second Kriya that we say, Meimar Shachabalei Barbarei, Kara Ilui, he tore Kriya. Also, Berei Kara Ba'ape, he wants to say the son tore Kriya. And then, Itgud Miyushav Kara, okay, and the reason that the son did it was, why did the son tear Kriya when his father was there? Because, he says, Pirish, also Berei Kara Ba'ape Lefisha, Meimar Kara Miyushav, because when Meimar did the Kriya, Amemar was sitting. So the son tore Kriya because the, a son is not allowed to tell the father that you did something wrong, that you didn't stand up. So the son tore Kriya, that really Amemar only tore Kriya twice. Amemar tore Kriya once for his grandson. This is his alternate shot on how to learn it. Then he tore once for his grandson, but he was sitting. So the so this son tore Kriya in front of him to show him, you know, moment, like you're, you're, you're not supposed to be sitting because he couldn't tell him the halacha, and therefore Amemar went ahead a second time, so there were three kriyas, but only two of them were Amemar, one of them was the son, and his son was trying to show a father that you didn't do it correctly. So, okay, we said, Kam kara mu'umad. So second to last line, Amar le'i Rav Ashi la'amemar. So now Rav Ashi said to Amemar, how do we know this concept of kriya de mu'umad minalan? How do we know that you have to tear kriya standing? 
And one has to. Menolan, dechsev ayakam iyav ayikras mi. Ilav that Ilav stood up and he tore his meil, his garment. El meata, I frak the gemara va'amad va'amar lechafatzi lekachta. So we see that a person. This is talking about a person who um, who is zakuk liibam. So if, the, if he if he declines, he wants to do chalitza va'amad va'amar lechafatzi lekachta. Hachanami, that also has to be done by mida because it says va'amad va'amad va'amar. The man says, I don't, I'm not interested. It's not true. So how can you tell me that when the Pasuk says Va'amad, it means that it dafka halachically has to be standing. And you're trying to learn from here that Kriya must be standing. Right? So Amar Lei, so he responded, Hasam, so Amar responded, no, there's a difference. Hasam, like, it didn't say that he should, he should stand up and he should say, Haha. He got up and he tore. Okay, there it said, it's just recording the events. It, you know, if this is what happens, and he gets up, it doesn't actually mean standing up over there. means that he says, okay, that he, um, and therefore it's not a specific uh, retelling of events specific to halacha. Uh, as opposed to over here, it says, he got up and he tore so he can learn from here. Okay. So now, how do we taka know that kriya? So that's another. So one makar we said was from Iyav, of how of how we know the kriya must be done mi'omad. Okay. Um, so the gemara is asking one second. So you're learning from Iyav, like Amemar learns from. Maybe we're just saying Iyav, right? I mean, Iyav was the the most sorrowful figure that we have. Right, so maybe it's everything to do with sorrow, but maybe it's not an actual chiyav. Maybe it's something extra that he did. Why? Because we see as So Rama, right? Rami doesn't like this this makar from Iyav because he got avayagav as reisha hachanami. So he, what did what did Iyav do for his avelos? He also uh, plucked out his hair. He, 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 he cut all his hair, and, and there's no din for an avil to do that. So, so too, when he got up and tore Kriya, maybe you don't, one does not have to tear Kriya standing up. Um, maybe it's, it's not necessary, but Eev did it because he was doing extra stuff. So rather, we learn it from a different Mekar. David got up, he, this was on the Shmua, <coughs> when he heard that his son, when Avshalom uh, killed Amnon, he heard that his son died. So he got up, he stood up, and he tore his begotten. So we see from here that you have to, that one has to uh, stand up in order to tear Kriya. Must be done standing up. Again, the Gemara asks, well, maybe David just did it as an extra thing. We see that David, he slept on the ground. And there's no, there's no such thing to sleep on the ground. Why would we see that? Because the Bryce says, Yashim Agabi Mita. Agabi Kisei. If one sits, and Avel sits, Agabi Mita. Agabi Kisei. Agabi Udaini. Okay. Or the riff changes this. Gedoyla Mikulan Amrua. Feel Agabi Karka. Okay. So the point is that that's what we're coming to say. Lo Yatsa. Shalai Kiem. Lo Yatsi Dechabasa. Amr Vyechan. Shalai Kiem Kvias Hamita. So we see that sleeping on the ground, so we know there's a din for Avelos, and we'll discuss this in a moment here, Akfiyas Hamita. It's one of the things that an Avel uh, does. We don't, we don't do it these days, but it's one of the things an Avel does. And, 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 and Dub, we see that sleeping on the ground is not Kfiyas Hamita. So when we said David slept on the ground, he wasn't doing anything. It had nothing to do with Kfiyas Hamita. It was an extra thing he did. So just like that was an extra thing he did, sleeping on the ground, because you wouldn't be Yitzhak Kfiyas Hamita with sleeping on the ground. So too, standing up and tearing Kriya was an extra thing he did, and therefore we have no raya that it's a chiyuv to 
Ter Kriya when standing. So the Gemara says, no, no Raya. Amar le Ke'en Arza. Okay, Vayishkov Arza means Ke'en Arza. And as Rashi says, Ke'en Arza Kloymer Shekafim. He does have a Yosh he actually did do Kviya Samita. We don't really mean Dafki except on the ground. And David was doing everything that was a Chiva Velus. And just like on the ground, Shachav al which really meant Kviya Hamita, is a Chiva for Velus, so too, Tiring Kriya Ma'omad is a Chiva for Velus. Okay? So that is the Sugi, and we'll move on, of, uh, of Tiring Kriya standing up. Now, it is a Machoikis Rishainim if Kriya Ma'omad is Ma'akim, and the Shulchanar Paskins that im. Karam Yushav Eina Yotza. Okay? So Paskins that, that if one tears Kriya, Ramah brings down that you have to go ahead and one has to go ahead and tear Kriya again if it was not done standing up, like we saw in the story we started today of a Mamar. Tanarabanan. Now, Elu Devarim Shabal Asarim. These are the things that an Avel is going to be Asar to do. Asar Malacha, Rechitza, to do Malacha, Rechitza, washing, Sicha, Tasha Shamita, Nilsa Sandal, Vasa Lekris Peturim, Nvi, Mksuvim. Okay, so one is not allowed to learn. We list a whole bunch of things the novel is not to do. And on top of that, we get into the sugya of learning Torah. If Rabbim need you, then, right, if you're a big maggot chair, you have to. Okay, so we saw, we saw that. Okay, that we saw the story that that he went ahead and gave shear that day. Rabbi Barchana, Isra Milsa. So again, he had a Nebuch. Somebody passed away. He was a novel. So he said, okay, I'm not going to go give shear. I'm going to Sorry, we need you. Okay, so he came to give shear, and now he wanted to. They had what was called a maturgaman, right? They had somebody, an assistant, that was going to help him. So he thought, okay, I can go ahead and be mukam. I can have an Amara stand with me. Amarle Rav. Rav says, no, time you have You can't have a Torgamon. That one who is, even though it's Rabin Srikhamoy and he's allowed to give Shir, he's allowed to go ahead and be behind the Rabim who need it with Tyra. He's not allowed to do it the normal way. He has to do some sort of Shine. of it. So what does he do? So what how should what is the Shina that one has to do? If you can't be Yaman Maturgamon, you gotta get the word out, right? That was the way. There's a big base matter, and the, the Rebbe would sit there and learn. They needed somebody to to, to send the message across and to teach Yashir. We saw that the son of Rabbi Yudabar Eloi passed away. Okay, and Rabbi Yudabar Eloi came to the base Akavia. So Hananya Akavia went. He sat next to Rabbi Yudabar Eloi. Rabbi Yudabar Eloi was giving share, but what he'd do is he'd whisper it to Rabbi Okay, so directly we can't have. The Avil, even though it's Rabbi Mitzrichim, the Avil can't go ahead, even though he's going to come and give shear, he can't go ahead and give and, and speak directly to the Torgamon to tell everybody. Rather, you put an intermediary there, you make some sort of Shinoi to know that you're not, you're being Mishana from the normal Seder, that he is an Avil. Now, okay, now, I want to speak out a few things over here. Tesis discusses, so we had Elu Dvarim Sha'avil Asar Bahem. Okay, we went through a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so Tesis asked, well, there's a bunch of missing stuff. So he says, because we're only talking about things that are an iser. Those are minhagim to do. So we're going to leave those. That's why it's noticeably absent from the brisa. And what about tefillin v'she'ela shalom leichshiv leichashiv? We're going to get into those sugyas today. We're going to discuss tefillin. That's going to be the next sugya. And then she'ela shalom is going to be the one after that. 
Okay, so tefillah v'she'ela shalom le'chashiv. Why? The aims that kol yimei ha'ave, like we're going to see that you don't have it for all seven days of shiva. Okay, so that's why you want to know why are certain minhagim left out because those are minhagim; those aren't restrictions. And although there are other restrictions, we're only listing the ones that are going to be usher for the entire shiva. Now, Tosis in this Tosis talks about, and we've brought this up before. We brought it up in the concept we had it going all the way back for about a week since Daf Tesvav, when we started t- discussing. Hilchas Abel. So he, now this Tesis discusses over here later in Tesis the two things of number one Atifa Sarosh and number two Kfiya Samita. Why don't we do? So he says if you go further in Tesis Mashein Noegan Atalasis Atifa Sarosh. Why the fact that we don't do Atifa Sarosh Kfiya Samita Samchina Nahadam and Bivishalmi Achsanoi Ain Echayv that if someone's a guest Ain Echayv Kfiya Samita. If one is never a guest and needs to sit shiva he wouldn't do Kfiya Samita. The Loy Lameran Chayrish Hu Pirish Mechashev. Okay, so again, starting to turn over bed looks like you're practicing witchcraft. So just like you wouldn't, one wouldn't do that if they were visiting somebody's house. Okay, it looks like uh, putting a spell. In those days, they were much more superstitious than we are. Okay, so too we wouldn't do that. And another reason is because our beds, and this is in his time, the beds that we that the Gemara is discussing that require kriya samita, it's very noticeable when you turn them over. Our bed, we turn over the mattress, doesn't make a difference, one side or the other side, right? I mean, the beds, and he, he says it's specific to his sort of beds, and that's why when it talks about Kfiyas Hamita, that's why um, we don't taka do it uh, today at all, okay? And he says, then he talks about Atifas Arash, the Oid Yeshli Tam. why don't we do, we discuss this, right? Covering the head all the way down to like below the mustache when we discuss it on, ta- on Tesvav. And he says, Oid Yeshli Tam, Atifas Arash, Shaloyaya Mevi Kim Lidei Schoik, Inyan Atifas Yishmaelim, that it's going to be like the Arabs and it'll bring Lidei Schoik. So now, um, right, so that is, that is Tosis's, okay, the Shulchan Aruch actually says that there is a chiyuv to do Atifas HaRosh, v'chiyachsa k'tsasay al-piv, he says, v'al-rosh ha-chaytim, so put, that one would put the, the covering over the, over the mouth and the chaytim, we don't see anybody that does this. Um, okay, however, he said, however, even the Shulchan Aruch who says that there is a Indian to do Atifas HaRosh, but when people come to visit, then you're Megala the Rosh for their covet anyway. Now the Ramah says, He says a very strong word. That if our fathers didn't do it, so then this is not something we practice in today's day and age. And the Taz brings down, um, he says that why, and he, alluding to the Taisus, why, why not to do Atifas Rosh, says, um, maybe very interesting. Okay, the guy are gonna see, you know, wear like a naki, right? One of those uh, right? it's, it looks it looks funny. Okay, Umiu he says says to do some sort of atifa as a nod to this. What does he say? So he says to take the hat and put it, pull the hat down, okay, so it's somewhat covering the Anayim. I don't know if you if some of you ever seen at some show people wear a hat very low. Um, apparently it's a thing, not in the Shiva houses I go to, but I've heard it reported. Um, and that is because the Taz says it. So that is all an Indian for uh, Atifas Arash. Okay, so that is the Sugya of Kiyas Amita and Atifas Arash, like we discussed. Now, what about, let's just talk about Limud Torah over here because we're discussing it. So, Taisus over here says, V'asar Likres Betorah, says, V'chuvas Rabbeinu Yitzchak Ziknei, Kasav Ki Rabbeinu Yaakov, Hoya Oisirimei Evloi, Be'iyovavikinois, Right? So what's Tesis addressing? We know on Tisha B'av that you're, one is allowed to learn Devarim Harayim. What about during Avelos? Originally, Tesis says it would be Aser. 
And then he says, So they allowed, they allowed to go ahead and to learn Torah, okay, to go ahead and to learn Torah, um, even, even biyachid. So just to summarize, it's not going to go too far. It's a huge sugya, obviously, as one can imagine. But just to quote a couple things over here. So the Gemara, right, to, to repeat what the Gemara said, is, we said, says that the Rabbim Tzrichim is going to be mutter, as long as, again, the, the, they're not Yamai Turgaman. Okay, so if a guy is needed, then he's allowed to. The Ramah says that, a per, that, that an Avel is able to, to paskin, Isser Veheter, and a yachid can come and ask him and ask the avel a shaila. If there's nobody else, so if he's really the place in the town, then he's a lot of paskin. Okay. However, he's not allowed to teach halacha to talmidim. So just because we think halacha's halacha's mutter, that's psak, right? So he knows he knows he knows it. It's not, it doesn't require ma'ayin. It doesn't require to go through. It's a place if, if it's a psak, then he's allowed to go ahead and do it. Um, now um, we said that devarim. So the shulchan aruch paskins, like we saw in this tesis, tesis says it was chazer. And that Dvarim Haraim are gonna be mutter, just like Tishabov. Okay, but there is there is the Taz brings down, brings down a Lushan, and it's mashma that that's only to learn these things, and we know this that the only to learn them on the surface, but not to learn them be Ian. That to learn these things be Ian, that's gonna be maybe the Simcha, and that would be Usr as well. Okay, let's move on to the next sugya over here. Tanur Rabanan, second wide line on Aleph. So now we're gonna talk about what about Tfilin? Tanur Rabanan. Avo. Gimel yamim arishainim aser laniach tefillin, and Avel is aser to wear tefillin for the first three days. Right? We discussed this idea that there's three days of Avelis are more chamer. According to some, it's not even considered. Right? It wouldn't. It wouldn't uh, like we had in the brayzer. It was only two days. So then, that yantif wouldn't interrupt. What yantif wouldn't um, end the shiva unless there was three days. We don't pass on like that, but. There was a, a mandamer, so we see that there's a chumrah of the first three days. So Avel Gimel Yamim right? We knew we know back from Tesvav we discussed the Cheskel. It said Perach that we know that there's an Isra for an Avel to wear tefillin. The question is for how long? Okay, so here we say Tanakama says Gimel Yamim Rishonim Asal Liniach Tefillin for three days. Mishlishi veElech Mishlishi veChal Motel Liniach Tefillin. So there's a very interesting lashon. It says that it's Asr for three days, but the third day it's Mutter. Okay, so what are we saying over here? We're saying this concept of highlights in Mixus Yam Kekulay. Okay, so now, meaning it's also for the first three days, but once you've gone a little bit of time into three days, now there's a Machagus Rishonim, how far into the third day? Is it just like in the morning when one sits Shiva, they come and then everybody gets up? So is it the morning time it's Usr? Okay, but after the time when there's people come to Menachem Avelim in the morning, then the Avel can go up on a tefillin, or is it immediately from Neitz HaChama, Machag Yisrushayinim? Okay, how soon into the third day are we going to say, Mixusiyam Kekulay Le'inyan Tefillin? But that's what we're saying over here, that it's three days, Mixusiyam Kekulay, and therefore it's really only Usr the second day. Practically speaking, the Avel, according to the Shita, would only be Usr, would only skip two days of wearing tefillin. He would wear it on the third day, because as long as either after Neitz HaChama or he waits a couple hours, then the Avil can go ahead and put on tefillin. No, it's, just, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the same conceptually, Mitzvahim Kekulay. Now the question is, just like we said over there, Mitzvahim Kekulay by Shiva, that we know after, after they get up, the Menachman Etzlai, so the question is, is that Dafka for the seventh day of Shiva because there has to be an action, people are coming to visit, or is it the day itself? When we say Mitzvahim Kekulay, let's say the Indian Bar Mitzvah or something, right? We, we say, right, one minute in. doesn't, so... It's the question is, is that, right, and that's the question here, when we talk about Mitzvah Kukulay for day seven for Shiva, it's when the Menachman get up, that's when Avelos is over, people come to visit, and then they get up. So the question is, is that applied to Tillin as well? Now, 
<coughs> so that's din number one. Number two is vimbo panam chadashas. So if people come to visit, let's say day three, somebody comes for Shavakal, he's wearing tefillin. So we say, holds. You don't have to take off the tefillin. Meaning, even though it's, a, it's everybody knows it's halacha that an avos are now out of wear tefillin, we have to be worried he's going to think that this guy's violating the isra. So don't worry, he doesn't have to take off the tefillin. You don't have to go ahead and take it off because of what someone might think. Rabbi Shua, Aimer. So Rabbi Shua says, no. Avel beiz yomim rishonim also leniach tefillin. Misheni visheni bechlal moto leniach tefillin. Okay, meaning, practically speaking, one only has to skip one day. The second day, again, we're going to say, Mixiyam Kakulai, second day the Avel can wear tefillin. However, so where Rabbi Shua is more makel in regards to how many days of tefillin one would skip, then bo panam chadashos choyleitz. Okay, however, if panam chadashos came, he would have to be nervous about what they're going to think, and therefore, one would have to take off the tefillin. Amr amastam, my time with Rabbi Lazar, why does Rabbi Lazar hold its Two days, practically speaking, of skipping tefillin, because the pasuk says, "Vayitamu yemei bechi evel moisha." Yemei means two. Amar Rav Inam, my time with Why does Rabbi Shua hold, practically speaking, that one skips one day of tefillin? Of tefillin, right? It's us for two days, but we say we say mixiyam kikulei, and therefore it's practically one day. because the pasuk says, "Vacharisa ki yom mar." So it's yom mar, one day. Rabbi Shua nami haksev vayitamu yemei. Ah, there is a pasuk that says when we talk about Avelos too. Amalach Shani Moshe to talk of Avelos. Yeah, that was by Moshe. Moshe, right? Everybody by Yifku Kol Bnei Kol Beis Yisrael Shleishim Yom. That was a major. That was Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, that's why it was two days. But regular, for everybody else, this Rabbi Yeshua would only be one day. The Rabbi Lazar Nami Hakseb Achrisa Ki Yomar. We see this concept of one day. So he says Iker Merira Chad Who I agree with you. The Iker Merira when a person's bitter, bitter is one day, but Avelos is not Merira. It's something more, and therefore I'm going to say. Two days is practically speaking. We're going to pass like Rebbe Lazar Bechalitza, meaning that really, I don't know, I'm not sure the order here, but <coughs> that, we're, that we're going to pass in that Lacha like is like Rebbe Yeshua, that only one day. However, Bechalitza, we're going to we're going to go ahead and we're going to say Lakula, right? So we're going to go both of them Lakula, meaning. On the second day, like Rabbi Yeshua says, second day, the Avel can put on tefillin. And if someone comes to visit, he doesn't have to take him off. So now the question is, I'm going to ask the Shiloh. Okay, the whole second day was Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua holds Chalitza's Aser. Meaning, you, I'm sorry, I know it's not Chalitza's Aser. Meaning that if someone comes to visit, one would have to take the tefillin off. So the question is, what about on the second day itself? The whole heter to put on tefillin on the second day is like Rabbi Yeshua, and Rabbi Yeshua holds that you have, one would have to take it off. So according to Ula, it says the halacha is like Rabbi Yeshua, that on the second day he can't put on tefillin, and he says, halacha, so what, what about the second day itself? So Yeah, Ula would say that on the second day, because the only reason one is putting on tefillin is like she does Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua holds, you got to take it off. So therefore on the second day, even if a hundred people come, got to take off the tefillin a hundred times. So we see a bright like that. Rabbi Amar, however, Rabbi argues, Amar, once one takes the tefillin, once puts the tefillin on, so then no longer take them off. Really, I, Rabbi holds, we are tefillin on the second day. But Rabbi Huda Amar Halacha Tana Didan. Halacha is like our Tana Tana of our Mishnah. Rabbi Lazar, who held what is Iker Avelus, three days. So what do you mean? How could one put him on on the on, on the second day? He holds three days. Damar Mitzvahs. 
The Amar Shloisha, right? That three days is Ikra. The Gemara answers mitzvah shiny, which teaches us very, very interesting thing. Mitzvah shiny. And the and the, the Chayim discussed this as a Shiloh. That we're talking about the mitzvah of tefillin. <coughs> don't conflate it with the restrictions of Avelos. And this is what they ask. They ask, why is it that tefillin are being treated differently? And they answer that tefillin are being treated differently because tefillin, so that's one of the answers, tefillin's a mitzvah. And therefore, yes, all the restrictions of Avelos, there are some restrictions, like we'll see, Sheila Shalom for three days. Okay, there's certain things for three days, there's certain things for seven days. Where do we get this idea of, of saying that on the second day we could put it in? Mitzvah shiny. And therefore, since this is a mitzvah, it's not a restriction. Okay, it's not something that is normal action that a person does. Takes a haircut, takes a shower. That is us, that's a restriction. But here where it's a mitzvah, so therefore, we're only going to make it usher and not negaya for less time. Okay. Um, now, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins over here, that... The Shulchan Aruch Paskins that on the first day, again, one does not, novel does not wear tefillin. La'achar Nates, we said it was Machlekes, Rishayim, whether it was this man that people would come visit, it was later in the day, or Achar Nates, he Paskins, Lakula that Achar Nates, on the second day, it's Mozart to put on tefillin. Okay? Next. Tan Rabban. Avel Gimel Yamim Rishayim, Asr Mamalacha. So we said it's Asr, an Avel is going to be Asr Mamalacha for the first three days. Even somebody who needs to be, who needs to be Misparnes by Tzedakah, he's on Tzedakah, so right, still, still Asr. Okay, rather to come onto the Tzibur to be Misparnes from Tzedakah than to allow him to do, to do work. So from then on, he's, after the first three days, he's allowed to do Bitsina, the other's allowed to do Bitsina, but the Isha Tabah Pelech, but the Isha, like we discussed before, the Isha can uh, spin, right? She can do her work, her yarning, her, her knitting, Bipelach, right, the normal way, and like we said before, but as long as not Avsha Milsa. It has to be Bitsina, but the can't be done like on a loom or something like that, but she can do it, Bipelach, Bevan, right, the normal way. Uh, Tosus does point out, by the way, when we're saying three days, Mikan ve'elach, that's only for an ani. Pirish with Tosus haram, then misparnes kai. Meaning, not every, every avel is usher all seven days. It's only, it's only the person who's misparnes menatzedakah that after three days, we're going to allow it. Okay. Um, now, so, and the Shulchan Aruch brings down, afilu davar ha'avet is going to be usher. Also for, for even, right, during Avelos, we discussed this extensively when it, when it came to Cholomite, that, that the Shulchan says, Dabar Av, it's going to be Aser, but it can be Nasus Ha'idei Acherim. The Ramah, however, has a heter that if it cannot be done Ha'idei Acherim, then the Avel can do it himself. Okay? Next. Tan Rabbanon, Avel Gemei Merishanim, Eino Heilich Lebeis Avel. For the first three days, he can't go to another base Avel. Somebody else is sitting in Shemah, he can't go to Menachem Avel, somebody else. Mikan Ve'elech, after three days, Heilich, he can go to another base Avel. Ve'ni Yeshu Makam HaMenachman, he does not sit with the people who are comforting, meaning he doesn't sit with the visitors. However, El Bamakam Hamis Nachman, he sits with the ones that are being comforted, right? So if a person, for the first three days, is, a person is unable to go to another base of Avel. After the first base, if he goes to another base of Avel, he sits with the family. Okay, a little funny. Now, Tesis, by the way, brings from here this concept that after three days, a person can go, that this is the level of Tisha B'Av. So, the Pirish B'Tesis Harav, the Alzeh Saimchen Shabbat B'Besak Tesis B'Tisha B'Av. 
Interesting. How, whereas if we're in Avelos on Tisha B'Av, and Avelos is supposed to be in your house, why do we go to the shul? Ah, because it's like the second three days, just like on the, it's just like after, it's like Avelos after three days, just like after three days, one is allowed to go to another base level, so too we can go to shul on Tisha B'Av. Tanarabana. Okay. Now we're going we're gonna to discuss the sugya from here to the end of, she, of She'ela Shalom. Okay. Now there's two, there's two uh, aspects to She'ela Shalom. Okay. There is, the Avel asking someone else. Okay, and then we're going to see, the Gemara is going to discuss a concept. I think I should summarize the sugya for the end because it, it, goes, it goes back and forth and it's just a little complicated. So I'll summarize it at the beginning and then we'll come back and we'll go through the sugya quickly. Okay, so, but there's two aspects to first understand. There's the Avel asking somebody, Bishalan. So the person is, Be'etzem, is Shruyim Bishalan. The Avel is not allowed to ask for a period of time. And then there's somebody else asking the Avel, okay? So what we say is that when we talk about the Avel asking somebody else, okay, there are essentially three time periods from the beginning until day three, where if somebody would ask the Avel, you're not, someone's not supposed to ask the Avel. Now, okay, well, actually, let's go backwards. A random person is not supposed to ask Shalom, he's not supposed to say Shalom Aleichem, Me'ikar Adin, we're going to discuss this, and really, the Rishonim discusses, we'll get to this, at this part at the end, that a one is not supposed to ask, say Shalom Aleichem to an Avel for 30 days for regular Kravim and for mother and father until 12 months. So one is not supposed to ask the Avel. Now, what happens if someone doesn't know and asks the Avel? Within the first three days, the Avel is supposed to tell him, sorry, can't respond. From day three to day seven, he is allowed to respond. Okay, he's allowed to say Shalom Aleichem back. Again, because... The person who's asking isn't Pitsar. Okay? He's not, he's not, he's not Pitsar. And from day seven and on, the Avil is allowed to go to say Shalom Aleichem to somebody else. Okay? So that's the difference in, that's the up to three, three to seven, and then seven and on in regards to the Avil saying Shalom Aleichem to somebody else. But in regards to a person, the people are not supposed to be addressing and saying Shalom Aleichem to the Avil for 30 days for Islam, Karab, and 12 months. Tan from three to seven, Meshiv, he can respond. Okay, like with the Gemara, we'll say in the Maskana, he's allowed to respond. <coughs> he's not allowed to ask them, right? Even though they are Shruyim Bisholem, he's not allowed to ask them. Really? How could you say for the first three days, he's allowed to be Shalom Bisholem? He's how could you say it's going to be Aser, Tanya, Maiso, Mesu, the children of Yekiva never passed away. That all of Kaisal came in to give, to give a Hespit to, to Rabbi Akiva. Hespit Gadol, Bashaspit Yerasan, when they were getting up to leave, Amr Rabbi Akiva, Asafsol Gadol, Amr Achenu Beis Yisrael. So he stood up on a bench and he said, Achenu Beis Yisrael, Shimu, Afilu Shnei, that even if my sons, my two sons were married, says Rabbi Akiva, and they were established and they built a life for themselves and right, they had a certain covered, the, the fact that you guys came, I would be menuchem on, even though they had, they, they were tamidei chachamim, they were established, they were all that. If you came, not because of them, but because of me, says Rabbi Akiva, Hare Kama Akiva Bashuk. Okay, there are so many Akivas Bashuk. Alakacha Martem, Taurus Alakav Beliboy. 
Okay? So he says that the reason that, that you came was because, meaning you came because of Rabbi Akiva, Torah Selakav Bolivai, that you knew that, that I was a big Talmud Chacham. The Kolsha came, Sheshchartem Kafal. Okay, that now for sure your schar is kafal. What Rebbe was saying was that you did such a good job being masped that, okay, these were, it's hard to understand, but they, they, these were two sons who were quite young. They weren't established. They didn't build a reputation for themselves. They didn't bring, you know, so, so it's much easier to be menachem on them. Okay, but the ones, if they were to establish, you, you did such a great job. Okay, but, and so, but he's Lamaisa saying, thank you for coming. Okay, you did such a great job. That's what we want. The fact that Rikiva was Ahmad immediately and said, Le Shalom. So he said Shalom within three days. So what are you talking about? How could you say it's also for three days? So the Gemara answers, Kavad Rabim, shiny. That was Kavad Rabim. That's a different story. Okay, good. But now, within three days, we say it's Asr. And like we explained, within three days, it's Asr for the Avel. If somebody mistakenly said Shalom, it's Asr for him to respond. From day three to day seven, if somebody mistakenly asked, again, one is not supposed to ask the other for 30 days or 12 months, depending on if it's father or mother. But if one did, from day three to day seven, the Avil is allowed to say to another person after seven days. If one finds his friend is an Avil, he can speak to the Avil within 30 days, meaning about the mace. Right, he could say, "Oh, if someone's father passed away, ah, oh, your father was such a great guy." Okay, the Einishel b'shloimah la'achar lamed. Okay, he is unable to be shol b'shloimah la'achar lamed. Yoyim, the Einishel b'shloimah within thirty days, one is not allowed to say shalom aleichem. Okay, la'achar lamed yoyim shol b'shloimah. Then after thirty days, the Einimadaber imay tanchumin. After thirty days, so once. Once, again, this must be talking about, based on the, on the way we summarized this at the beginning, that this is talking about a car of not his mother and father, okay? And after 30 days, but we see 30 days, not seven days. He's allowed to say, he's allowed to say, Shalom to the Abel. But at the point in which he can say, Shalom he can no longer say, ah, your brother was such a great guy. Can't do that. Okay, Mesa Ishtoi, Venosa Ishacheres. Now, if the Avel's, if the Avel was sitting for his wife and he immediately got remarried, it's not proper covered for the new wife to walk into his house and say how great the old wife was. Okay? Now, Okay, but what do we see from here? How could, you, how could we say that after seven days in Abel is Motor B'Shel we see that one is not allowed to say Shalom Aleichem to the Avel until after 30 days? So I'm a Ravidi Bar Oven. Who shall b'shalom acherim? After seven days, he's allowed to ask others why. Shacherim shurim b'shalom. They are shurim b'shalom. He's just invoking shalom for them. They are shurim b'shalom. However, who shall b'shalom acherim? Shacherim shurim b'shalom. Acherim in shalom b'shloimai shurim b'shalom. Okay, it's like we said that there's a difference. This whole thing of up to three days, day three to seven, and after seven, that is all for the other asking or either responding to someone who asked him because they didn't know, or asking. But as far as saying Shalom Aleichem to the Avel, that is going to be also for 30 days. It said, Meshiv. It said, Meshiv. From day three to seven, you could be Meshiv. So it means that someone's asking him. So the Gemara says, yeah, the guy, the guy doesn't realize, the guy doesn't know. The guy who meets the Avel doesn't know that you're not supposed to say Shalom Aleichem. Okay? So, Iachi Hasam Nami. So, within three days also, if, if, if somebody doesn't do what he's supposed to, he goes over to them and says Shalom Aleichem, 
So within three days also, the Avol should respond to Shemachli. He says, no. Within three days, Hasam Maidi Luhu, Veloi Mahadur Luhu. Within three days, like we, like we explained, with, up to the first three days, if the guy who's not supposed to say Shemachli to Avol says it, the Avol says, he informs him, sorry, I'm not allowed to respond. From day three to day seven, he says, Aleichem Shalom to the person. He doesn't have to go and say, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. Good. Now, So now, again, so we have this established. Up to day three, day three to seven, day seven and on, that is in regards to whether the Abel is allowed to respond to somebody who said Shalom Aleichem to him. Okay. Or is the Abel allowed to say Shalom Aleichem after day seven? He can even be Meshit. He can initiate with somebody else because they are Shurim B'Shalom. But 30 days, it's usher for anybody to go ahead and say Shalom Aleichem to the Abel for 30 days. Okay, one is not allowed to address. For a minute, how could you say 30 days? It's 12 months. That, again, within 12 months, he's considered in Avelos. And therefore, a person can go over to him and say that whoever, you know, you're lost, such a great guy. Okay, and it's 12 months that one is not allowed to address the Abel and say Shalom Aleichem. However, Okay, so at which point, now after 12 months, he can go ahead and say Shalom Aleichem to the Abel. And at that point, he can no longer address by name, you know, uh, bring up old scars and say, ah, he was such a great guy. Okay, that rather one is able to speak to him Minatzad, meaning you can say, I'm sorry for your loss. You don't say, ah, plenty shmini that you lost was such a great guy and he helped me out. No, you just say, I'm sorry for your loss and that's it. That's Minatzad. A person who actually does say this, right? He picks at the wounds. <coughs> After 12 months, it's like a person who had a broken leg, got healed. So he, he, he walks, he, he, he meets a doctor. And he says to him, I'll tell you, why don't you come to my office tomorrow? Shani Shevra, I'm going to break your bone again. Verapa'ena, and I'm going to fix it. Because I want to check if my medicines work. All right? So he's saying, obviously, you're picking, you're re-breaking an old injury, so to speak. Okay? That's what the guy's doing. So therefore, after 12 months, don't go ahead and talk about the mace effusively. You can do a minatzad. Right? You can say, I'm sorry for your loss. So again, What's our kasha over here? We said 30 days. Now we're saying 12 months. Which one is it? So the Gemara says, like kasha, It depends. Mother and father, it's 12 months that a one is not allowed to say Shalom to the Avel. And, and Shakrevim, it's 30 days. Frek the Gemara, just one question. By 30 days also, we didn't say this minatzad thing. We didn't say that this out minatzad, that you could say, I'm sorry for your loss after 30 days. We just said, don't bring up the, the mace at all. The <laughs> where says, yeah, you're right. That is Okay, so now we have a lachop sikta over here that one is not allowed to initiate shalom to an avel for 30 days or 12 months, depending on the mother or the father. After, during the 30 days or 12 months, one can be medamaritachumen. He could say, you know, the, we could talk about the mace. After the 30 days or 12 months, depending if it's child krevim or the mother or father, he can only do a minatzad. He could say a single, simple blanket, I am sorry for your loss. Now, what happened to this lost art? We're not makbed for this. We're not makbed on this at all. So the Rishonim, the Ritva, and the Ran say the Minoga is Lios Mekel B'Sheila Shalom, and the Ran says it not that it's an okay, but he says Mamadisenu B'Dor Hazeh Ein Nizharin. Okay, and the Shulchan Aruch Taka brings like the Maskanas Agamara, which says that one is not. Where's the one that got lost? Says I don't know of anybody that's Machbin not to say Shalom Aleichem to an Avol for thirty days 
or 12 months on a mother and a father for an entire year. Shulchan Aruch says that, sorry, not allowed to. And the Ramah says, V'yesh me'kilin ha'inna b'she'ela shalom achar lam yoyin. V'ein tam lahem, there's no reason. And however, in the Darachim Moshe, he says, maybe a little bit of an al, the Darachim Moshe is the Ramah as well, he says, the fact that we do, go ahead and we do say it, <coughs> he says, um, So the Dark Hamasha offers a little bit of an out saying, trying to answer. There's, it doesn't seem in the Rishayim, it doesn't seem like in the place that there's any out to go ahead and for 12 months after somebody loses to say Shalom Aleichem to another. For a mother or father, it seems like there's no way out. The Dr. Moshe seems to be saying that there, he seems to be touching up the Minaga Ilam in that regard. Okay, I will send out the, it's very late, I will send out the uh, review. I'm good in Chaydish.